On today's episode of the Drop Everything Now podcast, we are going to start with our embarrassing story that we left off with last time. We're going to get into some fearless cleanup and some current events and theories for what's coming next. Uh, we're going to actually do an album ranking game, and we're going to try to guess each other's top albums. Then we'll finish with the, the loser having to do an embarrassing story. So if everybody's ready, it's time to drop everything now. Let's go. Hey, everybody. What's going on? I'm Steph. Welcome to episode three. You're right. Welcome to episode three of... uh... (laughs) The Drop Everything Now podcast. I'm Steph. Uh, as you heard, she's Steph. I'm also <laughs> Steph. So <laughs> we're still figuring out who should speak when. So uh. <laughs> yeah, we're a little rusty. It's been a couple weeks. <laughs> the easy thing is we're both Steph. So right. So that works out. So we really don't even have to introduce ourselves at this point. It's true. But we will. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's been a few weeks. It's been like two and a half weeks since we have, right? Mm-hmm. Two and a half since we've recorded our last episode, our, la- our first two episodes. Um, and the last time we spoke was the day that Fearless came out. So like, I guess we should yeah. just like update each other on like what's been going on. Life. And also the way that we ended was that we promised that we would start off with an embarrassing story today. Um, yes. So Steph, why don't you like... Stephanie Helen, why don't you let us know what's been going on in your life? Like with life or my embarrassing story? Life. Both. Um, you know, life has been good. I was hungover for like four days. <laughs> no way. Yeah. And I thought these days were beyond me and like I was past this and I was old and adult. Um, but no, I accidentally went to a brewery and then didn't eat anything and just continued to like drink all day. And then I had like some shots at the end of the night. And then I was hungover for four days. When was this? Last Saturday. Oh my goodness. That sounds awful. It was a, a trip, man. That, that sounds actually terrible. Uh, yeah, no, it was really bad. And I remembered why I don't do things like that anymore. But it was my own fault. I knew it too. I was like, eat something. And then I was like, I'm not hungry because I have so much beer in my stomach. And then I just <sighs> kept piling it on. That's fake. It's a fake, <sighs> it's a fake fall right there. It is. I'm it's really so misleading. sad for you. I'm really Thank sad you. for you. Um, Thank you. But I'm okay now. I, I'm okay now. Um, <laughs> how are you doing? I hope you're not. I hope you didn't have the same trauma that I had. Um, I had trauma. I had oh. I had my own sets of trauma um, this weekend with my phone, but I don't want to get into it because I'm oh. still dealing with it. I've had new trauma. It's too it's too raw. It's too it's yeah. too raw. Getting too <laughs> getting a new phone, having everything transferred, but I have my old phone is still. It's too much, and you know yeah. I actually can was, I just say yeah. The battling between you texting me from your email and you texting me from your actual phone has been a nightmare for me. I get half the conversations from your email and then the other half from your your actual phone number. And I, like, it's it's raw for me too, okay? I'm dealing with this as well. Yeah, this is affecting many people are not happy with me. 
the worst. It's honestly, I really am upset with Verizon. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into it, but they cut. I'm not gonna get into it. I was about to get into it after I said I wasn't. Because <laughs> I'm upset. I tell. But I do. This is the last thing I'm gonna say about this. Because who cares? My new trauma with this. Because I thought that I overcame all my battles. My contacts only transferred over as of two years ago. So I'm missing two because I saw it on my new phone. Oh. I, I figured it out because I was like, why are there still contacts left on my old phone? And then I went to my new phone. It didn't match up, even though I just backed up my phone last night. Anyway, if anyone can help me. <laughs> you know, I used to like when I would get a new phone. This was probably more so in like the high school and college days or maybe college. And then right after when I get a new phone and I wouldn't have any contacts mm-hmm. because then it was like, okay, I have random people from group projects, random people from this and that in my phone that just get wiped out because like, I'm never going to talk to these people again. Um, but lately I've like the last few phones I've gotten, everything has transferred over seamlessly all my pictures and everything. So I truly do not know what I would do now if I went back to the old way of me just like starting over. Yep. Nope. Yes. And I haven't had, to- I don't think I could. No, it's, it, it's a, thank gosh, thank gosh, <laughs> thank, goodness. <laughs> thank goodness for Google Photos and like Google Drive, but it's yeah. not helping my contact situation because I, no, like, I'm a really popular person. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you've met so many people lot, in the last two years. Last two years, a lot of people's numbers, boys' numbers. No, I'm just kidding. Well, actually, I am dead serious, but. Like, I don't want to – I might not talk to them anymore, but, like, I don't want to lose But they're still numbers. there. Like, right. they may have ghosted me, but I still need their numbers. I want to remember the good times we had when they did answer my text message. And what if they decide to reach out again? Well, actually, then I can yeah. really say who is this and act like I don't care. That would be nice. Mm, that's true. So, all right, I'm moving on from this because it's really bringing me down. How else okay. – you know what? Um Life's been great because I've been listening to Fearless nonstop. Um, and we've tried to get our podcast True. out there. True. Speaking and, of um, yeah. getting our podcasts going. out there, I think it's going well. I, yeah. Ish. Um, we have some listeners more than I thought that we yeah. would without promoting ourselves, really. Right. And I should, I should mention we're also doing this virtual for the first time. So we're giving this a new shot because yes. um, we're not together. Um, but in terms of podcast reception, I could lead this into my embarrassing story if yes, you'd like. as you should. Embarrassing story so, one for today. We will tell two. Yeah, because we're going to probably have two. Um, you fellow listeners will learn this with enough time with us. But um, our mothers are some of the... <laughs> Most hilarious people in the entire world. They might, they are the most hilarious people in the entire world. I've never. Like, I, and, and sometimes they mean to do it, but most times they don't. It's just them being themselves, but it's, they're just comical. So I probably will have a lot of um, stories about my mother also, because there's no one that can infuriate you like a mom can, it's you true. know, even though it's like, oh, I love this person more than anything in the world. But wow, you really annoyed me. So right. I think there's going to be some of those as well. But anyway, my darling mother. <laughs> uh, so supportive. She she is. She wanted to listen to the podcast. 
And I said, you don't really listen to Taylor Swift. So I don't know. But she goes, no, I want to listen to it anyway. So she did. And then I get some text messages. Three, it, it took her three days. I'm getting text messages over a span of three days about the podcast. <laughs> um, the first, she loves the embarrassing stories. So mom, if you're listening, this is sorry. For you. This one's for you. Um, this is Stephanie Helen. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anne, this is for you. Um, so she, her first text to me, finished episode one. It was fun. Embarrassing stories are something to look forward to. People might want to hear funny mom stories. Just kidding. Nice job, honey. <laughs> Which, well, look at, you know what? <laughs> I mean, she's, right. she's not wrong. So then, she wants then the next her. day, actually, was it two days later? I don't even know. This is where it, it hits the fan. Trying to write a review for your podcast, but it won't let me send. Keeps telling me all the nicknames are taken. And I said, all right, why don't you just leave five stars? You don't have to leave a review. I did. Let me actually disclaimer. I did not ask her to leave a review. She's doing this out of the kindness of her heart. Okay. I'm not that desperate. Um, <laughs> but leave us a review, please. <laughs> right. Yeah. Feel free. So then she goes, I tried already. I, I tried that already. Guess I'll try again. And then the, the ringer, by the way, I think I messed up. Didn't realize you tapped the fifth star for it to send a five-star rating. Hit one, two, and three before I realized. So if you have some low ratings, it's because you have an old mom. Oh, my gosh. Now, I am going to be honest. I have not checked <laughs> to see if she actually put those ratings in. Um, but it is kind of nice to know that, you know, if we have a one-star rating, even if it's not from my mom. I can pretend it's from my mom. You're so right. But um, I've actually, first of all, I've, I heard, you told me this story when it happened and I was dying laughing. But I've also think I've heard someone doing that before. Like, didn't yeah. realize, like, she thought she had to click each button. I don't understand right. where, where the logic, like, I, I'm Just not try hitting mom, by first. The fact that I, I'm pretty sure I've heard of people doing this before. What? I mean... I understand, but like maybe try hitting five first and then if it doesn't register, then, oh, okay, maybe I have to count up. Um, yeah, no. So I guess like my embarrassing story is that my mom has tried to tank our podcast by accident. It's and saboteur. Sabotage. Yes. She's sabotaging us. Sabotage. Um, Saboteur, as Andy <laughs> Bernard would say. <laughs> saboteur. It, it is. And you know... I think, I honestly think it's sabotage and it is on purpose because she said, the the thing she said before that was funny stories about your mom. And then you know she what? goes and does that. It's, we you know just, what? You're like, onto something. We just gave her what she wanted. I so. hear you. <laughs> I know. I know. But if I, if I didn't know this woman, like I know her, <laughs> she sucks at technology. So I know. This was just her, I don't think, like, I don't even think she knows how to listen to podcasts. I know she listens to them, but I don't think she realizes where she goes to listen to them. I think they just start playing on her phone. Like, but I do hear you. Cause I thought I said that to her. I was like, you know, you gave me an idea for a story and now, yeah, you're right. But you're right. She, she wouldn't, she wouldn't think that much into it, but it's, it's a no. bit suspicious. It is. Um, I'm going to have to, well. 
And she'll listen to this and then she can tell me. You know, I'm sure she'll listen to this one and I'm sure she's happy to have her five minutes of fame right now. Thanks, uh, Mrs. But... Stephanie Helen. Can we call her Anne? Yeah, oh yeah, I already said Thanks, Anne. Anne. Um, I thought you did, but I and, wasn't sure. And next time, uh, just like press the five, please. Yeah, you don't God. have to work your way up, you know? Right, just just go right for Zero it. Zero to a hundred. So with that, in terms of updates, what I said before was the our last podcast we did, the first day of Fearless, that the first day of the re-records of Fearless, Taylor's version came out. Um, so I feel like we should give updates on how we feel. We did our way too power, way too early power rankings last time. So I feel like we should yeah. update, like, what are our thoughts now? What did we see? Cause we didn't know, um, what anybody else thought when we first were analyzing and listening to it. Um, and as many people know, listening to it the very first time and then spending a couple weeks with it and listening to it on repeat, you have very, very different opinions. So I think that we should kind of give, like, an update, you know? Our mm-hmm. slightly less early rankings and thoughts. Um, I have a lot of things yeah. that have changed. Have you, Steph? No. So I don't have a lot that's changed in terms of, like, oh, this one I really like a lot more than I originally did. The only thing I will say that's changed for me is – our vault song power rankings. Insane. Um, I like Mr. Perfectly Fine is still the top. And then I still think that's when, and we were happy are still up there. Um, don't you have moved up for mm-hmm. me. And I honestly think my least favorite might be you all over me. Yeah. I'm so, where is Bye Bye Baby? That's still five. Between those two, it's second to yeah, second to last. Yeah. Interesting. Um, do you have any like reasons or thoughts as to why, or is it just like the more you listen, the more you're like, all right. Oh, and I, I really, and and I, I think I've liked, I like um, don't you and Bye Bye Baby more again than I first thought when I re- really listened. You did so say. I think I think instead of like having those like huge gaps between them. Right they're all sort of closer together now. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And you did say, don't you, because I was like, I liked it right off the bat. Um, you did say, you're like, I feel like it's like a grower, not a shower. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I agree yeah. with you. Um, my rankings totally changed. Um, but sort of similar to yours. You're, so I'm just going to go through. So Mr. Perfectly Fine is still top, but like right below it is don't you. I'm obsessed with that song. I can't stop listening to it. I actually listen to it more than Mr. Perfectly Fine, but I can't put it above Mr. Perfectly Fine. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, I'm I'm obsessed with it. And then number three, I put That's When. And then, honestly, four, five, and six are closer together. So then I put You All Over Me. It's I still love it, but it's going down for me. And then Bye Bye Baby, and We Were Happy actually moved to the bottom for me. That's okay. the, the one that I I do – I'm already like, okay, like I'm skipping it every other time I listen to it. Bye Bye Baby, we have like a – together had like a pretty low ranking at first because I think we, mm-hmm. we thought it was going to be something else. But now that I know what it is, I'm like, oh, no, yep. I like it. Um, and, and again, that doesn't mean I don't like We Were Happy – 
I like it yeah. just as much. It's just that the other ones have grown, and you yep. all over me has also kind of dropped. But I yeah, no, but I, still I agree. Love all of them, but um, then I guess also what I wanted to say with don't you? Um, I said this in the original analysis was I was like it, it reminds me of um. It reminds me of you are in love and this love in the sense that I it gave off the same vibe to me and I used to not mm-hmm. like those two songs. They were my least favorite songs of all time and now they're two of my Ugh. favorite songs of all time because it was like flat for me. So like I didn't hear the the level, like her, the volume, whatever it was and now yeah. they're two of my favorite songs of all time and so that's why I kind of originally with Don't You, I said, I know what you mean, that it was a show or a grower, not a shower for you. Um, and then I saw that a lot of people are saying, Don't You should be on 1989. Don't You should be on 1989. It gives mm. off 1989 vibes. And I'm like, yup, I, exactly. Does, well, didn't Jack help her with Don't You? Yes. You? So a lot of people are like, it's Vault because. The heat, so it does make sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, absolutely. But I also think it's one of those things where, um, it's like one of those cool things where even if Jack didn't help her, like the the production sounds like 1989, um, but I bet if we heard the original recording, it would still have a similar sound to it. Um, where it's cool that mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. had some similar sounding, she had some similar sounding songs right. way before they were a thing. Um, just like she had nod, uh, like with you all over me, it's, uh, a nod to to clean almost you're like oh my gosh she thought of these things way before and yep. casually cruel um so mm-hmm. I thought that was cool but yes it is definitely because Jack Antonoff um produced it um right. but yeah it's just I, I I really do love the song um mm-hmm. and with the other stuff all the re-records I think I was I have to be honest not to use stuff because you know this but I felt like when we recorded our last podcast, I was the lazy student that just read Spark mm. Notes and was like, yeah, this was great. Yep. Mm. Because I listened to each song once the night before and it was two yeah. in the morning and I was trying my hardest because we were editing all day. So I yep. didn't have legitimate opinions. I mean, everything I said, I think... It, I was making sense of it, um, but I was like, ah, you know what? I didn't do a great job. I, I'm so sorry to everybody that that was a Spark Notes move on me. Um, I can do better with my analysis. I'm not going to go through my analysis now, but watch out when the next album for the comes. Next one. I, yeah, I would for the say next that one. I was a little bit more harsh than I actually feel. Um, Because at one point I said I either like them less or the same, which isn't true. The only one I still like less is Forever and Always. That's That's, the only one I'm like, crap. Everything else, I've been listening to them. I'm like, oh my gosh. And a lot of them I like more. Like weirdly, I still love Love Story more. I don't know. Something about Love Story, I never want to hear the old Love Story again. I don't know. And it might be because it was the first one. But like that song is one of my tops now and it used yep. to not be I like, totally agree I don't know what uh, it is her voice also again we said this before but um the lyrics mean something different now than they did before that re-record might be my favorite it might be my favorite re-record on fearless where like I don't even I never want to listen to the original yep. one again ever 
Um, and then things that you were saying, I'm like, no, I totally agree with. Uh, the, the, the songs where her voice was more fragile originally. Um, I love the songs more now, like Untouchable and Superstar. I mm-hmm. love her voice on those. I love her voice on Hey Steven. Um, so I just think I was like a little bit harsh because I had listened to them once and was just like, yeah, it's yeah. the same, whatever. Um, but I haven't stopped listening to them. But, you yeah, know, they're just a, listening to it more and more. I think I said I was a little bit sad about You Belong With Me, but I'm not. I can. I don't need to listen to the old one again. Um, I'm happy with the new one. So that was just, I think, the initial, yeah. oh, my gosh, it sounds different. But um, uh, I still stand true with Forever and Always. I'm not going to yeah. be a fake fan and listen to the original version, but I do wish she had a little bit more attitude in No, I, in I think... I haven't like like looked at general perception like from the true true fans, but I feel like that's probably a very common sentiment. Like of all of them, you'd wish forever and always was like that's the one that's probably the most. Uh, yes, I gotta listen to the old one. But I actually haven't seen anybody say anything about that. I don't know if people are afraid to be um, critical. Critical. Because, but like, I just want to be real with my opinion because I think that that makes it, you know, we're not going to just say we love everything mm-hmm. and there's, that gives us no um, credibility. Um, but I haven't heard anything bad about Forever and Always. I have from my friends who aren't in like the crazy fan groups like we are, um, who thought the same thing, who agreed with us. Like, oh yeah, Forever and Always, um um yeah, yeah they're they're sad with that one but they're great with everything else but I haven't yeah, yeah I haven't heard anyone say anything so I'm not 100% sure so yeah I also I feel like you know they're in general once like the first couple days fade of this like there's not as much discussion about them as you have for a new album because you do know the songs already so like it's true there might have been like if you were watching like a, a or like, cause I love Reddit. Like if you were in a Reddit thread about the Fearless album, you might have been hearing more things about Forever and Always. Or like, if you looked up that specific thread about that song, you might see um, more opinions like that. But I feel like as a whole, people weren't really analyzing the songs as yes, you're right. much as like, oh, I'm so happy it's out. Here it is. Like, Let's talk about it all day that it came out. And then it's kind of like, okay, like we have Fearless to listen to again because now we can listen to it because she re-recorded it. Like, yeah. I don't know if there's as much like in-depth. Yeah, you're right. The, the big changes, right? Like, oh, did you hear the way she said that word or whatever? Um, I don't know if they're, I feel like it's not that weird that we don't see a lot of Forever and Always. Um, yeah, that, no, that's a great point because, yeah, why would we be going through it? I've seen everybody put together things like, oh, here are the differences, but didn't say whether they liked them or not or, or would just say, here are our favorite differences, but nobody's right. saying, uh, this is what we hate because it's the same. Right. So there's no need to. And that, that's what I was going to say. At the end of the day, like most of them are very similar that it's like you can't you can't really say you don't like one of them right. because they sound so similar. But right. yeah, I, I agree with you. There's something missing in the new yeah. forever and always from the um, old one. But with that being said, though, like, the, the the sound quality is so much better. I think, like, all the instruments yeah. got their own 
microphones. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but they got their yeah. own like soundtrack. So all you could just hear everything so much better. Um, totally agree. So that's cool. I, immediately when I'm listening, I know right away whether it's the new or the old. Because sometimes I'll hit, when you hit shuffle on Spotify, it starts to pick up random songs. Um, mm-hmm. And I know immediately before she even starts singing, I'm like, this isn't right. And then I switch it because I, I see that it's the original version. So that's really cool because it gives, she gives way more credit to the, um, the instrumentalists. Now, when do you think, what album do you think we reached the point where she does that already? Well, do you know what I mean? Yes, but there's no, other than Taylor Swift, like the debut album, she doesn't have instruments the way that she has instruments on Fearless. Because it's more, uh, maybe on, because by the time she would get to that point, she becomes more poppy and electronic. And by the time she comes back to it on Folklore and Evermore, she's already doing that. Yeah, because I was was thinking by 1989, you wouldn't, there wouldn't be as many advancements in the way it sounds production-wise. Right. I thought you could still get it with Speak Now and maybe Red, too, depending. Speak Now, yes, um, but in a different sense. There's not as many, like, banjo type of deal. Um, Red, it depends on the song. I think she overall – yeah, no, that's true. But I think at some point she went from – like, she changed the way she recorded albums. Like, whatever she did for Fearless, she clearly is doing something completely different with the way she recorded at this time. So I'm just wondering when she shifted that. No, you're you're right. Like, Folklore and Evermore, I think she did the same way, obviously, as she did Fearless. But, like, was Lover the same type of recording aspect? I'm sure it probably was, but I don't know. But we'll never know. Like, is it going to be less obvious, I guess. But Lover won't be re-recorded. Right. No, I know, but yeah. But yeah, no, no, I hear what you're saying. That'll be interesting. I do think so because I think regardless, as soon as it starts getting, like, I don't think we're going to hear much of a difference with reputation um, other than what she has to do to make it sound different. So if, like, they have to have, like, slight changes on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But with that being said, like, what we were talking about with Fearless, there were a couple other things I wanted to talk about with how well it's doing, not just with us, but in the world. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's not just the Swifties. Yeah. It's so exciting to see how many, and, and you said this on the day it was released, but I've now seen this not just within our own circle, but worldwide, how many Swifties have come out of the yeah. woodworks, how many people are, I was like interested to know, are people that aren't Swifties going to be excited about this? Um, so many people um, shared to Taylor, like other famous people that they were listening to this, it is doing phenomenally well in the charts. She has broken so many records. Not just that this is a, a new album that Taylor Swift's putting out and whatever. She, it's not new, but you know what I mean. An album that Taylor Swift's putting out and anything Taylor Swift puts out is immediately going to go to number one. But it's it's doing well as if it was like an album on its own. Not just because it's like a re-recorded album. It is breaking yep. the charts left and right. Um, yeah. And I have some things written down here because, I don't know, I didn't anticipate it to do as well as it is doing. Um, she mm-hmm. also has broken like 30 world records 
um, not just be, with Fearless, but she's like, it, there's like the Guinness Book of World Records. Some of it has to do with the Fearless Taylor's version. But I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, she is, she's going to go out down in history for, honestly, I feel like people could study her um, in literature after she dies. And I mm-hmm. mean this sincerely and truly, not just as a crazy fan, but as somebody who studies literature, she should be somebody who is studied in the classroom in 10 to 15 years, um, breaking down her songs, analyzing her lyrics, um, because she is that big of a deal, to be honest. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know how in college when we took that History of the Beatles class? Yeah. Like, I could totally see there being a History of Taylor Swift class there for people be. to take when they want to just get an easy A. There should, yeah, there I could should totally be, see it. because she's up there with Michael Jackson with the Beatles with right other people that do well in music. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's up there. Like these yeah, charts no. prove it, you know? Um, so like some of them she broke her own record for the shortest gap between new number one albums by a female artist in the Billboard 200 history. So this is all Billboard stuff. She's now the third artist with the most weeks at number one on the Billboard 200 albums chart history, surpassing Michael Jackson. Um, she is now tied with Garth Brooks as the third artist with the most weeks at number one on the Billboard oh. 200's albums charts history with 52 weeks each. Um... And she extends her record as the female artist with the most consecutive number one albums, album debuts in Billboard 200 history, which is nine. And she is now tied oh with God. Madonna as the second female artist with the most number one albums on the Billboard, two, Billboard 200 album history. Isn't that insane? Like, I- I'm not surprised. Wow. But that's what I mean. She no. is... Right up there and has surpassed. And has surpassed all of these. Yeah, I mean, the crazy. I mean, think about how crazy it is, too, that she's had nine albums debut as number one. And by my rudimentary math, it was one, it was the same album. Yeah. Her first, the first one and the ninth one are the same album, and they still both debuted at number one. That's 10. That would be 10. No, but she had nine in a row, right? Nine in a row, yes. Oh, so maybe debut doesn't count because so I don't think fearless... I don't think debut hit it. Okay, got it. Right. I think fearless twice. Like fearless was her first number one debut. Correct. And then fearless yep, is her most it. recent number one debut. Yes. Which is just crazy. The same the same, same album. album twice is doing just as well. Um, and I saw something. Because I think a big question mm-hmm. a lot of people have, um, and I wish I looked into this a little bit more, but is it different now? Is it easier now to get this success because of streaming? Um, and I did see something where she has still surpassed the charts, regardless if you're looking at streams. Like, even if you're just yeah. looking at purchasing albums, whatever it is, um, she's surpassing all of it, right? She's breaking all of those records. I don't know the exact terminology, um, but, um, oh, and the okay. last the last one I was going to read, according to Republic Records, the album sold over 1 million units worldwide in a week, including 291,000 units in the U.S. It officially broke the record for the number one biggest album debut of 2021. So that we're not, 
you know, it's only April, but still. Surpassing Morgan Wallen's Dangerous, which had 265K units, which I was surprised about. Didn't we cancel him? I was literally just about to say, wasn't he like a racist? Yeah, is. Did we cancel him? Is, and... No, I know, but like, yeah. Right, so I'm confused. I don't know if it's one of the thing, those things that because he got canceled, more people were curious, but I'm just going to throw it out there. I've never listened to it. I've never downloaded it. I don't really care to. No, when I, when I, when he was trending on Twitter, I had to like look up who he was yeah. like in terms of like his top songs on Spotify. Cause I was like, I don't know who this man is and yep. I'm happy. I don't. Yeah, exactly. I'm like happy. I never a fan. Don't need to be a fan. So I was surprised yeah. though that his album was, I think it one. also might just have to do with the fact that like, it's only April. what albums. Yeah. What albums have come out, but I will be interested to see if, because she's going to release other albums this year, most likely, um, will it still, will one of her albums be the top album of the year? Um, yeah. Still, so, in terms of like album, selling albums, not in terms mm-hmm. of like Grammys or anything like that. Yeah, I was going to say, I know, I, I think I saw somewhere that like there's an anticipated Drake album coming out this year. Right. And some other, one other really famous person that I can't remember right now that they were like she's gonna have to make sure she doesn't release if she wants these to be like number one debuting albums like she has to make sure she coordinates with when they're releasing stuff or else she might run into um right some trouble with new albums from very like talented exactly but I don't think she has I don't even think she cares she probably has it all no I don't either I don't think she cares either with that being said, I was just going to say that takes us in to that, right? What do we think is next? I think, I think we could go through. I think we quickly. know what's next. What's next? Yeah. 1989. Yes. Oh yes, absolutely. 1989. So I feel like it could be announced in two days. People think, or three days, April 30th, something might be announced then. Um, Cause that's exactly 121 days after Evermore and 121 days before Evermore, she dropped Folklore. So people are like, she's dropping something on mm-hmm. us on April 30th. Uh, we've been wrong before, though, so who knows? Is I personally believe yeah. she's going to tell us that 1989 is coming out um, and give us this spiel on all of that. Some people yeah. believe she's dropping a third album, the trilogy album, a lot of Easter eggs with this. I don't mm-hmm. personally believe that. I think I, that yeah. I'd be happy if it happened, but to be honest, I hope it doesn't. The... Uh, t- to be completely honest, I don't think it's happening because if she really had this idea of dropping a third, like a sister to Folklore and Evermore, she wouldn't have dropped Fearless. Yeah, right. Right? She would have waited. That's what I'm why thinking. Would you, why, were, why would you throw your your um, re-records in? And she also said in an interview that she wasn't. I know. But she would trick us, but... No, I know. But I don't think she'd blatantly do that. Like, I don't think she'd, like, blatantly lie. Right. And business-wise, it doesn't make sense. However, all of the Easter eggs are very convincing. They're definitely interesting. Especially because she's been putting three emojis in all of her captions and saying, well, well, well. Yeah. And, uh, yep. and I know I, I know with, like, her merch, all the, the colors, like, folklore was green, Evermore was red or whatever, and then there was that blue color that she kept throwing in there that nobody 
like this scrunchy pack had three colors, but only two of them relate. I think she got, dropped three different color cardigans, but obviously only two of them relate. So I do get it. Like there's definitely evidence for it. I just really don't think she'd drop it. Like she would start her re-records if she had a plan to be like, oh wait, here's my 10th studio album yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. No, Unless, I agree. In, no, but no, because she still wouldn't wait that long. So I was going to say, unless, like, because technically Evermore um, can be up for a Grammy this year because it came out past Correct. the Grammy date. Correct. Oh, so, so, like, saying- unless she's thinking, well, I want Evermore to try to win this year and then I'll drop an album later in the year so that it can try to win or next year so it can right. win the next year. But again, I think. First of all, she dropped Evermore and Folklore so close together that I don't think she cared about that in the first place. And second of all, I don't think you'd throw out the re-record, like start throwing out these re-records if you were planning on doing that. I really just don't think you'd do that. But. Yeah, it, it just, it logically doesn't make sense. But again, um, does Taylor Swift make sense? She's defied logic before. Many, yeah, many. she definitely She has. makes the illogical logical somehow. So... Mm-hmm. Um, you know what, if she does, of course I'm going to be listening to it. And someone oh, said, you know, I'm, I'm so I'll go back into the woods, you know, like I'll become that yeah. person again, but I am ready. I'm more so hoping that it's going to be just like, let's just dive right into 1989 because it's very obvious yeah, and I, okay, so that that's the next that album. It is 1989. Yeah. So I was going to say the, the reasons for 1989 being the next one, mm-hmm. obviously where everybody's thinking her two album of the years were Fearless and then 1989 before Folklore, obviously. Yep. So one, one obviously, you probably want to release your most popular albums. So you're probably going to do 1989 next. Um, for business Also, purposes. she has that song, Wildest Dreams, yep. is in a trailer for a new movie. That she released. So that was the same type of thing she did with Love Story in that commercial. You exactly. know how Love Story... Yep. a little bit in that commercial so I feel like it's just another hint that like okay definitely 1989 and and I I mean there have been many yeah, many other the album Easter of the year eggs. thing is the reason that yeah, yeah. many many other yeah. Easter eggs that point to 1989 almost like she's being obvious about it um so it just if you have been on any sort of social media following anything with Taylor Swift you're like we know 1989 is next yeah. um I'm actually really excited for that. Um, I hope that she drops that soon. I know, I hope there are vault songs. I did see a list where it did say there would be vault songs as well as Sweeter Than Fiction is going to be on it, which I'm really excited about because that's one of my recent, within the last two years, discoveries. I didn't know that it existed. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I found it right before Lover came out and I'm... It's I'm obsessed with the song, so I'm excited for that. Um, I I don't think the song ever got credit that it deserves, um, mm-hmm. and it it's a it's a sweet song that's actually not really about love. So, um, I've never listened to it. Oh my god! It also and um, I don't I, if it's if it's gonna come out, then I don't think I will. Yeah, don't. But it's it's a right. Very, like if it does, it's it was for a movie, um, and. All I'll say about it is the reason that I – well, I loved it right away. It's fun, right? I, I don't want to give too much away if you haven't listened to it. Um, but Taylor Swift therapy ses- sessions, I was in a really rough place at one point. Mm-hmm. 
and I was like really I needed something and I, I honestly I was like in my car driving I was crying and I was like I just I'm struggling right now I'm really struggling and sometimes I play this game where I'm like give me a song any song and that's gonna give me a hope or it's gonna like tell me and I hit shuffle on all my songs and I never listened to sweeter than fiction um like seriously mm-hmm. I'd heard it like I said but never listened to it and this song came on Steph and I bawled my eyes out and because it's such a positive message and I was like oh my gosh what I was just literally crying out to help for like when you listen to it for the first time um and I can give you more detail on that but it was just a weird moment of hope for me that I was like oh my god everything's gonna be okay and so that's nice um I was like wow so my my weird song game works I'm gonna keep asking questions (laughs) to the air (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who am I gonna marry <laughs> next? <laughs> I mean, Which we, we do play that do game that. a lot. Yeah, we so do that's play where that it came game. from. But I was doing it on a most more serious way because I was really struggling. Right. This was in like September or something. But like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm really excited for that. Um, yeah, uh, and I hope it comes soon. And obviously, when she does announce that, we'll probably put out a podcast soon after with all that information. Yeah. So I think that's like our current events session, unless there's anything else you wanted to get into. No, I think. Are we ready for? I think our, that's it. Yeah, are we ready for our game? I think we are. Our game <laughs> this week. Yes. It's going to be. So we've done these tierings, and we've taken many a quiz to determine our favorite albums. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have. Well, we have taken many quizzes, Most but recently, we came up with our a, a, our own way. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, because right after Lover came out, we did an actual quiz, like literally going through every Taylor Swift song. Obviously, after Folklore and Evermore, we decided we kind of had to do it again. Um, so Steph had come up with these tiers, and there's Definitely. one to five. Mm-hmm. And we basically, each on our own, went through every single song. And ranked them. Just is it tier one? Is it tier two, three, five, whatever? Um, we have never told each other what these tierings are. And, and we can go into more specifics of them when we do sort of like what we did for Fearless, like rankings of our favorite songs. Right. You know, we'll do that more in detail. But right now we've decided based on our tiering of each song and the average that it comes out to for mm-hmm. the whole album. We're going to try to guess each other's album's favorites in order. Um, Do you want me? I have written down. Yes. Yes. But just just to be clear, this is we did this prior to the Fearless re-records. We want to do this album ranking now before all the re-records come out to see Mm -hmm. after we're going to re-rank everything to see if it changes because of the re-records. Um, yes. So yeah, we have a math equation because we, like we said, we ranked them all one to five, then divided the the number, added up, divided by how many numbers were on the album. So then we yeah. have like a number. So the lowest number. An wins. average score. Yep. Yeah. So the lowest number is the best because yep. that means because exactly. tier one is the best, tier five is the worst with songs. Yeah. We'll, and we'll I release have... our definitions to you guys. Sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, we can release them on TikTok and Instagram as well. Um, but I have your tierings written down mm-hmm. and- I think it's actually so funny because I I wrote them down word for word. Do you 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 want me to read them? Like, this is what you explained to me tier one through tier five were. Oh, you're definitely. Tier one. 
See, you're, but I just think they're so funny and I don't know why I took the time to type them out word by word. <laughs> yeah, I hand wrote everything. So, yeah, I know because you sent me pictures. So tier one, no matter what mood I'm in, I will always vibe hard, rarely if ever skip. Not only are these bops, but I am emotionally invested. Never gets old, won't skip 95% of the time. Parentheses, God level. That is word for word. What I, yep, because I'm reading it. Yep. I know. So I that's know, what tier one means. <laughs> I wrote them down word for word. So I think I what I'll say before I keep reading them, basically the tiers depend on, like the telltale factor for each one is how percentage of time you might skip them. Basically, yes. You know, like that's like the whatever. Um, so tier two, either bops or I am severely emotionally invested. Once in a while, I'll skip if I am in the opposite mood. But if I force myself to listen, I will always vibe. Won't skip 80% of the time. Solid definition, me. <laughs> yep, yep. Who wrote, who, who came up with this? Um, tier three. There's usually a whole verse I love, but I have to be in the mood to listen to it. I appreciate these songs and only sometimes love. I will not skip 60% of the time. Correct. Tier four. These are either really catchy, but I cannot relate, or I relate to them at one small moment in my life, but it rarely hits an emotional chord with me. Must be in a certain mood to listen. Won't skip 40% of the time. And then <laughs> tier five. <laughs> Either annoying songs or way too simple with no real emotion. Will only listen, appreciate if a friend wants to, in which case I will jam, but almost always a skip. <laughs> <laughs> which to be fair, only I only have a few tier five songs. No. So that's what I was going to say too. The, the, the thing with our tierings is that Mine are heavily, heavily in twos and threes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I rare, I rarely have fives. I have a few fours, but um, I have a good amount of ones. Most of mine fall within two and three. But yes, yeah, I have a good amount of ones as well. Good amount of ones. So most I think of them are two and three. we do just sort of have to say that. Like, right. and also, I don't, I don't skip a lot. Like, I don't skip a ton. Like, I would say anything in one to three, I don't really skip. Yep. But I follow just the the same type of logic as your well, your other um, right. definitions. But with, with that being them. said, yeah. a good idea though is I took all my tier one and two songs and put them into a playlist and some of the tier mm. threes that were teetering on the edge of a two, which is just very, very enjoyable. So I recommend everybody doing this that has the time. And I did get it, yeah. um, not the tiering thing, but my cousin Deirdre actually said like, I just put a list together of all my absolute favorite Taylor Swift songs and, like, she sent me her playlist, and I was like, I want to do this for myself, but how do I know what my favorites are? So then I made up my yeah. own definitions. Yeah. No, I think it works. I, I mean, I we don't have to get into the detail detail, but, like, I agree with them. It, it, we talked about this a little bit before, but the, the averages out for the albums are shocking to me. They are. That like, what I thought my favorite albums would be after we did our little math equation. I know. Um, I'm like, whoa, like – Who's I this know. Girl? I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I also will say, and we said this before, but we'll say it again. Oh, actually, we didn't, but we will. Since this, since we did this right after Folklore and Evermore, they might be more heavily weighted. I tried really hard, and they actually, it might be okay, but I they might it. be a little higher up than than they should be. I, but I don't know. I redid. We'll have to see. I, I didn't okay. redo Folklore because this was in like February, but I did do mm-hmm. redo redo Evermore because it was too soon after, and I was on a wild high of Evermore. So it, I, it's yeah. it's settled yeah. a little bit now. So I did change it. Um, 
so with that being said, we're going to guess each other's and I think we'll, we could do the same point system. Yeah. Um, well, I just, we'll get a point if we get it right. And cause it, uh, we'll yeah. get a point if we get it right and not a point if we don't. Um, I so wonder if we're going to get any right. We'll yeah, I know. Should we start with our number ones or our or bottoms, right? Yeah, let's, let's go, go bottom, bottom to top. Let's go bottom to top. Work our way up. All right. So, uh, we're going to start right from the bottom. Start at number nine. Um, I'm going to guess yours first, Steph. So for your last okay. place, for your last place, I guessed the debut album, Taylor Swift. You are correct. Woo! I get a point. Okay. What did you guess for um, mine? I guessed the debut al- album, Taylor correct. Swift. Correct. Okay. I feel like okay. everybody's is that. Nothing I know. Against it's just because, it. No, it's just because it was like most people became fans after. Right. So it doesn't so hit not, us no. the same way. We weren't there mm-hmm. for the release, so on and so forth. Right. Um, okay. So that that would probably be the last one, no matter which way you look at yeah. it. Um, okay, number eight, I guess reputation for you. You're right. Yes. And uh, we can talk about this as a whole, but it's I I don't feel this is an eight, but it is mm, like it's there. Yeah. Um, but I so felt it in you. I guess reputation for your eight as I know. I guess reputation for your eight. No, absolutely not. But I guessed it for you before we move on because just based on our conversations, um, which I'm surprised you would guess that for me with which when Reputation is the only album I saw live. Oh, I forgot about that. So, hmm. yeah, I didn't factor that in. Yeah, I didn't factor that in. You didn't factor it in, and you might that that could that could ruin your life. I know. So, uh, so your Taylor Swift reputation. Then for your number seven, I guessed Lover. No. Incorrect. Okay. Do I wait? Do I tell you what my seven is? Yeah, yeah because you have to tell me, me what I, your what was your eight. No. What? Yeah, because I guess oh, reputation. Oh my eight. Wrong. I'm sorry. Sorry to the fans at home. <laughs> <laughs> my we'll eight. To... Everybody's gonna come for me for this. I feel my eight is red. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> I know. Fucking kill you. Which is honestly, I understand why. I love it. It's yeah. this is such a mean game. I hate this game. I literally. Hate <laughs> Sorry. You. So my number eight, oh, yeah, second to last, is red for me because I have some low. I have high highs and low lows on red. That's why. Yes. No. I understand that. Um, okay, so my seven was not Lover. Correct. It, it was 1989. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. So what'd you guess for my. Your seven. I guess Lover. Nope. Okay, what is it? My seven, um, and this is, I think, true, again, crazy, is Folklore. Okay. Which I love Folklore, but again, I have high highs and I have. I have highs and mediums, actually, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's why. Not high, high, but whatever. Okay. So, wait, that was my seven? So now yeah. I'm guessing your six. Mm-hmm. I already know it's wrong. I I guess 1989. Okay. It was Lover. So they switched. Okay, so I, I'm still, like, pretty smart. And you know what's funny? I, honestly, when I look at this, I feel like I like Reputation and 1989 more than Lover. I don't know how Lover got up there. That is so funny. <laughs> That's sick. I like, I just, I don't know. 
Um, okay, so my six for you was folklore, but I'm one off. Yes, you are incorrect. Um, my, should I tell you what, what my number is? What six? was it? It's yeah. fearless. Whoa. I know. I know. Oh, I'm also shocked. Okay. That that was the most shocking one, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Stephanie yes. Helen, I guess that your number five is Evermore. No. Wow, that's actually you lo- folklore. Ah, okay. All right. Um, Tell me what you well, think. My okay, well, five I know is. this is wrong. I said red. Incorrect. It but is. I know that's wrong. It's yeah. Lover. My number five album is Lover. Okay. Okay. So, my next, what I said for you, uh, I said four was folklore. So, that's obviously wrong. No, four is fearless. Wow. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. All right. What did you put for my four? So, and this is. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. No, this is good because I can't. I can't actually say what I was going to say yet. Um, I put 1989 for your four. Correct. I got it. You got it. Yes, I'm back in the game. <laughs> so are we two two right now? Yeah, we're two two. Ooh. So I got your four wrong. So now I'm guessing your three. So here's our top three albums. Our top three albums. Um, I guess that your number three is Speak Now. No. What? Are you ready for the shock of the century? Yeah. My number three is Red. What? It shocked me too, Stephanie. It shocked no. me too. <laughs> my number three is Red. No way. And, and it had the same exact score as Fearless. So they, they tied, but I put Red above Fearless in the rankings oh man that's Go crazy that is insane i know and i knew i knew that one would get you because that of did. how much i talk about how much red is my favorite album oh my gosh that really did just get me wow um wow i know i was shocked as well wow wait what was that was three was your, and i got them wrong so you have, oh, to guess, you have to guess my yeah. three now i have Evermore is your three. You are correct. Yes. Can I tell Ooh. you though? I this is why I was like, I gotta redo this. Evermore is ranked number one on mine before I redid this. That's why I was like, I gotta chill <laughs> and redo it. <laughs> Cause I was like, everything's yeah. a two. So Yeah, um, no, I know. My average oh yeah. So yeah, so Evermore is number three. Um for your number two, I think I already got this wrong. Is fearless. No, my number two is Evermore. That's so wild. Oh my God, you're going to win because I already got number one wrong. What did you guess for my number two? Oh, so I, it's all down to this. Well, no, it's not. I guess I I, think you won no matter what. I think I might have because you have to get my, your number one, my number one right, but I already have it. But still guess for the hell of Um, it. I put, yeah, I put Fearless for your number two. Nope. It's Reputation, which which I don't, I don't really... I don't get it. I think it's the concert. It's the, it was the concert. So honestly, you know why? Because reputation, as many people say, is like there's no low lows for me. There's no there's like no real skips for me on that album at all. Oh, I have, I have some lows on reputation. Yeah, like a, a lot of people are like huh, gorgeous, but I think or, like whatever. We're not gonna get into it. But there are there's just there's no skips yeah. for me. But it's not necessarily all the high highs. So that's right. why, yeah. 
And then um, I guess your number yeah. one was red, which I guess I'm freaking wrong. Yeah, as you should have. No, as you should have. Yeah. Um, no, my, my number one was actually Speak Now. Wow. Um, and then was yours Speak Now as well? My number one is Speak Now. It was, right? Yeah. Okay, yep, that's what I had. Wow. So just to rattle okay. it off, I'm cool. We have the same number one album. Speak Now should be okay. number one for me in any way we any way we look at it. Yep. Speak Now is my number one album. Um, yep. So I have... Number one, Speak Now. Number two, Reputation. Number three, Evermore. Number four, 1989. Five, Lover. Six, Fearless. Seven, Folklore. Eight, Red. Nine, Taylor Swift. Yep, and I have number one, Speak Now. Number two, Evermore. Number three, Red. Number four, Fearless. Number five, Folklore. Number six, Lover. Number seven, 1989. Number eight, Reputation. And number nine, Taylor Swift. Well, Now, a couple things. Speak now was overwhelmingly the highest score me too i had like, a, a it 2. wasn't 0. close 5 i had 2.06 oh my gosh look at us and, and then my next closest evermore was 2.18 and then yeah i had red and, and fearless were tied in score and then um uh <laughs> oh <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> Lover and 1989 were also tied in score. So realistically, so I could have put, I could have flopped them. Right. Um, and what I will say, like Fe- Fearless and Red, tied score. Um, Fearless has no fours and no fives. Interesting. So like it had less tier ones, but most were in two and three. Mm-hmm. And Red, on the other hand, had seven tier ones. And then a few, like, like then, you know, tier twos and threes made up nine of them, but I did have a couple fours and fives, right. which brought it but down. But that's the same or, with me, whatever. obviously, to a different extent. But with red, I have high, high highs, but I have a lot of low lows on red, that I, a lot of fours on red. Um, yeah. That I didn't, or and a lot of threes, actually, more so than fours. Um, mm-hmm. Which is just so interesting. It may, the tier the tiering system is interesting, guys. It suggests that you do it because it's by song, not by a cohesive album as a whole. It is. It is really, really fun, and it's you know what's shocking. Oh no, because reputation is low, or is one of my lower ones. But like, I like, I didn't have any tier fives on debut, but I didn't have any tier ones either. So I guess that's why it was relatively do, low. And yeah. then like reputation, I had three tier fives. Yeah. And dude, then I had it's... no I had no tier fives in folklore or evermore. And I only had one tier four in each of those. Yeah. I was just much more um I didn't give myself as many tier ones in there. And it's probably because I knew I was being too like, oh, I love this album so much. So I think I cautiously didn't put as many tier ones. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, I guess my biggest surprise is where Fearless is for mine. Um, it makes sense. But yeah, so what Steph was saying with me with 1989, you were smart to guess it higher than what you originally would have. Yes. Because I have refound my love for 1989 yes. within probably the last year, year and a half, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. Just a new appreciation for all of the songs. Um, and I said this a couple times. This Love and You Are In Love used to be my absolute bottom of the barrel songs. Um, and then within yeah. the last two years, I'm like, hold up. These are 
tier one songs. Like, what was I thinking? I just didn't yeah. give them the time of day. I don't know what, just the sound didn't catch me. And I think also 1989 was off-putting to me at first because it was such a... Shift. Yes, a shift mm-hmm. in what we know as Taylor Swift. And so I had a bad taste in my mouth. That was probably my lowest time as a Swifty where I wouldn't have said outwardly, I'm a Swifty, which I regret. Um, so that album was a grower, not a show. No, I was going to say, I would say the exact same. And I think for me, especially with 1989, unfortunately, 1989 came after Red and I was just like obsessed with Red. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the shift. The shift. The, the biggest shift she had made at the time was from Red to 1989. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and I think... I also, in the Red and Reputation, or not Red, um, 1989 and Reputation eras was probably the least I was paying attention to her. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, oh, cool, a new album, great. But it wasn't like, oh, my God, I need to listen to every song thousands of times. I need to figure out what she's talking about. Like, it was more, more just like, oh, like, yes, a new album, but I wasn't. And in Reputation, I was like, I don't even know if I listened to it right away. Yeah, you like, I think it took me a while. I was really in a, lo- a very solo place with loving Reputation. Um, no friends. All my friends. I actually was angry at most of them, not you, but most of my friends because I was like, no, this song is good. And I remember like one of my friends, Alyssa, yeah. was like, this is, I hate this. I hate all of it. I'm like, you're fake. You didn't even listen to it. Um, you just, you just hate, look what you made me do, which to be fair, I was upset with that first two. Um, I like that one now. And I know. And, and I was like, I felt like I had nobody to be excited about it with. And so when I went to the concert, um, I didn't go to the concert in New Jersey because nobody would go with me. And I regretted that decision so much that I then bought tickets I was like that's it I'm going to Nashville and I took my friend Aaron I'm like we're going I'm paying for you it's my birthday present um and then I, I had a lot of points I'm like I'm not missing this and then I it was even it paid off in the end because I saw the Nashville tour which of course is yeah with Faith Hill and Tim McGraw so it was amazing but um yeah I was very alone <laughs> with loving reputation yeah and I also um hated admitting this about myself not about myself but about this time in my life um <laughs> what are you gonna say <laughs> the tapes oh the I know tapes on keeping up with the Kardashians they did get I me. believed it and they, I was mad they they I did. was like yeah she's out here saying that he's like being a misogynist like didn't give her a heads up blah 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 but he did and then I know so I think I think reputation did end up actually bringing me back because um I mean once I started listening to it, I was like I can't lie she makes bops right and I think I was even saying like to people around that time I think I was even saying things like oh I'm not really a huge fan of like Taylor Swift as a human but like I love her music I think that's what I was saying to people yep that's what I actually and I feel weirdly said awful. to people at 1989 <laughs> yeah which she didn't do anything for wrong. No, I don't for know. For no reason. I don't right. know why I said that. Which I regret because I'm, I am such a big fan. No, I, I do too. To think that we're fake because I still support. Like she was still my number one artist and was the only person. No, I still I bought both to. albums. Yeah. Like I bought, I bought 1989 yeah. Reputation and Lover on my phone. Yeah. Like I, you know, I, I wasn't them. like exactly. 
But right. yeah, 1989 and, and reputation once I went decided that I was like, I was like, Stephanie, stop this. Stop acting like you're not a humongous fan and that you wouldn't, you, you need to go see her in concert. Yeah. So once I decided that, the obsession just never stopped. Yeah, no, but I, I, I know what you mean. Um, I hear you and I'm with you to support you during your dark times because I was there. Thank you I was there for with you, being but, with me for this revealing I, moment. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say I do think that I got out of it quicker than you did. No, I think you did too because I, I, I think, think I had even, to pull you into Lover, to be honest. I think you did. I, I honestly think you did. And, and But Lover, I think part of it too, when around the time like Lover got around, because like I think Reputation also had this sort of like, Oh, she's just doing this because she's pissed. Like, here she is, right. like, playing the victim again, like, with this whole album this time about her reputation. And then I think by the time Lover came out, most people were just sort of like, ooh, this is a jam. You know, like, I right. think people were over that whole thing. Right. So, like, less people were, like, critical of you for for being liking a, her. Exactly. But, you know? Yeah. No, it's very true. But... But, but no, anyway. I, I was really, like, I am sad about, like, those dark days I had yeah. with But with I think, her. to be fair, everybody, a lot of people went through that. Um, I give a lot of credit, because there are a lot of Swifties that didn't go through those dark days. Um, I wish I was one of them. But do you? You know, I, I wouldn't be where I am because now. Because for me, yeah, I was going to say, for me, I kind of like that I had a falling out with her. Not that she knows it. <laughs> but, like We had a falling out. I, like Taylor you would not believe um but I kind of like that I did like I did have my my whatever years a couple years where I was still listening but not as obsessed because then I know I truly just like her for her like right because of her music and because she is because I was critical you know, right. I was like, oh, yeah, you you might be kind of snaky. I'm not really sure. Right. So we have more objective like, views. Right. It's not like I'm this rabid stan who she can do no wrong, you right. know? So I think that might be better. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. We're more objective. We have a more objective viewpoint. So, that yeah. you know, you're getting the real deal from us. Right. We're not going to sm- blow smoke up anyone's behind. Is that what they say? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm glad that that's what they say because I also said it. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, you won the game. Yes. So you get to choose, I guess, an embarrassing story to kick to end our game. I mean, to end our episode. Now, should we do the one that includes both of us? Or did you have something else that you're like, nah, Seth, it, you, like me, Seth, you need to tell the story? No, I think we can talk about Jack Daniels. how long were you holding on to that oh i literally no steph i literally just thought of it because i was about to say his name name. i wouldn't even care and then i was like oh no well well it's not that it yeah it's not jack daniels it's not jack daniels but but it's pretty dang close his name's not jack um, though is it i don't remember what is his name i don't know steph (laughs) i don't know i don't actually know what his name is um now that i'm thinking about it name that's his name that's his... well because we didn't call him by no, his name but like those are just those are the things. right those are the right thing but it, it wasn't jack i gotta be honest i kind of thought that was his, like i thought his name was just those two letters <laughs> like that was his full name yeah. i thought it was like 
Well, obviously, if I already said Jack Daniels, you know what it is. Okay, like, I don't care. Even if you listen to it, like, I it thought is... it was J.D. last name. I'm pretty sure uh, his first name started with a J. Maybe his, his middle name started with a D or his last name. I forget. What a world. Literally, what a world. But I, I really don't even care because this was so stupid. He would never listen. I don't have him on social media. There's just absolutely no way that. You know, even if he did, I stuff. truly do not care because this was yeah, such the, a blip in my this life. This was a weird one. This this was a really <laughs> really weird time in my life um so i'll start off stuff and then um, this is really gonna you're gonna have to take it away um yeah so yeah. i had my junior year of college i had a crush on this boy <laughs> or i'm gonna start every story like this <laughs> um because all of my embarrassing stories start off like this um i had a crush on this boy and we were on the same committee um and I didn't like him at first. I wasn't really, like, into him. And then all of a sudden, we would, like, walk home together because we lived in the same building. Um, so we'd walk home from our meetings. We had, like, weekly meetings and stuff. So we'd walk home together. And, like, he was just a really nice – and he is a very nice person. So nice. And um, oh, it hit me one day. I was like, Steph, I'm embarrassed to admit it, but I have a crush on Jack Daniels. And, of course, when we have – new crushes we get super excited and I was like he lives in the building I don't know like ah." like I would be so excited to see him I wanted my friends to meet him I'm like you have to come to my committee party with me like I don't know I don't think he'd ever go for me but like he's just so smart he's a year older than me whatever big crush um but I was never gonna admit it like me admitting that I have a crush on someone no I will absolutely not Mm -hmm. actually whatever so my friends like to be immature and um so Steph enter me yeah I don't know what so what these stories are going to do I don't know how we thought any of this was going to help or make us become be in a relationship you know Steph sometimes I and I feel like we've talked about this a lot like just sometimes just know it's not gonna end up in a relationship (laughs) we knew it wasn't going anywhere (laughs) not not that like I knew it for you, but I think um, me and our friend, we just wanted to have some fun. We just like having some fun, and yeah, if we, and like if we the like ship's to already have going things. down. We might as well exactly. So help it get to the bottom of the ocean, right? We'll sink it. Just like, we'll sink, sink it. Surely, we might as well go out with a laugh. Exactly. At least we have a story to tell. You know. Yeah. Um. So besides the main part of this story, like. I worked at um, a student store that was right by our apartments. Mm-hmm. So we had frequent visitors, obviously. Of course. Students. And Jack Daniels would come in every now and then because it was a grocery store student. Like you could literally get everything there. And it was like two blocks from our house. Um, so sometimes if I was working the cash register and I saw Jack Daniels, I would just take a picture of him while I was at my cash register and then just send it to Steph. And I'd be like, Jack Daniels is here. And I'd be like, no like, way. As if like, it's should I go crazy... out on the balcony and look? Yeah. Like it's the only store that you can get groceries at in and our downtown. He lives call, in the same like, building town. as us as if it was crazy no. for us to see him. Like we live in the same building and we're no. acting like we just saw a no. celebrity. Steph's like, he's here. Takes a paparazzi photo, sends it to me. I'm like, no oh, yeah. way. Am I going to miss him? Like, should I go outside right now? Should, so I, I, can... start, should I start walking downstairs yeah. now to talk to yeah, him? Yeah, I? No, it was ridiculous. And I never did, but like, I, ridiculous. Um, 
to make matters worse, I truly, Steph, to this day, I cannot tell you where Tori and I got the balls to do this or why we thought this is going to be great. This is going to be great. What is this going to tell them? I so, wanted to know where he lived. That's what it was. That's how stalkerish we were. We knew oh, what floor, was that what it was? I thought it was. We knew what floor he lived on. But I was like, we were like, we want to know what the apartment is. And we also just want to be immature. I think, I think you said you knew what you thought the apartment number was. And yeah. we had to confirm. For what reason? So, what were we going to do with knowing what apartment he lives in? Nothing. I don't know. He just wanted to be immature. Exactly. We just did this for the laughs. Um, so anyway, uh, my friend Tori and I, and one thing about the school we went to, there's these weird things you do, like scavenger hunts, basically. Yeah. And I they're all for this um event that we do every year and like it's very common that you might have random people coming up for scavenger hunt things like you know get get this from take a picture in front of this building get this from this store like you know right. it's it's pretty common for our school so my friend Tori and I go up to the apartment that we think is his and we knock on the door a, <laughs> a boy answers in his boxers <laughs> not Jack Daniels and we go, oh, we're, and then we're like, okay, well, shit. Like, yeah. we have to figure out what to say. It's not Jack Daniels. And then we decide to go with, oh, we're on a scavenger hunt and we need to take pictures with people who are also involved in this same philanthropy event. Are you involved? Knowing and that like, they are involved. We know because... Jack Daniels is involved. Yes. Because yes. we're right. on the same we committee. Involved. So then, right. So we were like, oh, could we take a picture? And like now it just sucks because like it's not the right person, but here we are. So he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah sure, go on in. In his boxers. <laughs> in his boxers. <laughs> so the three of us take a selfie together. Maybe I'll post it and blur out his Do you face. still have the selfie? Um, on our Instagram. Duh. What? It's hilarious. I definitely still have it. It comes oh up on my, my time hop every now and then. Um, but no, so we take the picture, we walk back downstairs and like enter back into our apartment and like Steph's on the couch giggling and she's like, what happened? I'm like, did and you I see was, Jack Daniels? And right. Like, and we no. were like, no, but do you know what his roommate looks like? And I think you did. Yeah. Like, I think you did. So we were like, can you confirm this or is we, the right No, because then we went, we like, pulled up his social. We pulled up his oh, social media. Yeah. We're like, it's the same guy. Yep. So we then confirmed that that is the apartment that he lived in. And, and then we didn't do anything with we that did information. Absolutely nothing with that information. Um, nothing went from there. But it was really exciting that, that my friends were like, we're just going to go knock on his door and uh, we're going to force our entry into his apartment and try yeah, to see where see he lives. And I remember you guys were telling me, like, what the apartment looked like. And he did say, like, I'm not, but my roommate is on this committee. Yes. So you guys were like, yep, that's his apartment. Yeah. So. Yep. I don't even know that it's embarrassing because we never got caught. I guess it's just embarrassing that it we did it and we did I was gonna it. Say, for I think it's just yeah. I think it's just more embarrassing that we decide to do these things for no reason. For no reason. And this kid, by the way, was like, like we never nothing ever. <laughs> no, nothing ever happened. No, and I don't know ahead. what we thought was going. No, to. right. But this kid was also very mature. Like if he knew that we did this, he would have. But like also, what <laughs> what was that going to gain? I don't know, but honestly, if, was, if we had the option, I would do it again. I would too. 
Like, if I have a crush on, I don't because I live in a house, but if I had a crush on somebody right now and, like, it, we in the apartment building and I knew that and he didn't know you, like, or you weren't on my social media, I would absolutely send you there again and be like, I want you to see what he looks like and I want, I want you to, like, yeah, I, mean, I want I, you to I meet him without knowing that you're meeting think, him. Right, exactly. Go knock on his door. <laughs> Right, because I, I we had never been introduced again. to him, obviously, because, like, we just were not crossing right. paths. So I think that was just, like, yeah, you should just go, like, experience it. And he yeah. just wasn't there, but, you know, got to say man. something. So, that, you know, we just love having embarrassing things with our crushes. And um, just to wrap that up with Jack Daniels, as we said many times, literally nothing ever happened. <laughs> when the committee ended that year, like we were done in like April, May, I've literally never seen him again. Um, I think he was a senior that year. And I also think I got over it in a second. Like as soon as the year ended, I never thought about him again. It was a very big... Yeah. No, and I don't even think it lasted. Um, like I don't even... Like once the committee ended, I don't think... I ever thought about him again. I don't think you went into the summer wishing... Yeah, never. You know, I didn't care. I Whatever. I, I've... God knows what he's doing now. Probably he's very smart, so he's probably doing some smart people things somewhere. You know, he's probably changing the world. So, good for him. You go, Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. So, I guess that's, like, our episode. I um, think that's it. Uh, you want to take it away, Steph? Yeah, sure. I think we're done. Um, I hope everybody <laughs> enjoys episode three, and you, you can... Go ahead and uh, pick everything back up. No, wait. Tell them to follow us first. Oh. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram. Cut this out. And (laughs) cut this all out. I'll start again. Okay. Okay. Ready? One, two. So I think that about wraps everything up. Um, Hope you enjoyed episode three. Make sure to follow us on TikTok at the steps 13 on Instagram at drop everything now podcast. And uh, like and subscribe to our podcast and you know leave a review don't be like my mom please press five if you want to press five don't press up um and yeah mm-hmm. i think we will see you next time make sure you pick everything back up because we are dropping our mics peace out